Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Colorado and Maine have removed President Trump from the ballot, but Michigan and California are allowing him on the ballot. Today, constitutional attorney Jonathan Mosley will analyze the Constitution in January 6th. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with Jonathan Mosley, who is a constitutional attorney, uh, graduated from George Mason in Northern Virginia, and was present on January 6th on the Washington Mall as a film documentarian for uh, a news service, and is also representing some people who have um, you know, found themselves on the other side of allegations. Now we see that Donald Trump has been alleged to have engaged in insurrection against the United States. What does that word mean in the Constitution? And should Trump be taken off the ballot? Here is Jonathan Mosley, live via Skype. Welcome, Jonathan, to the program. How are you today? Good, thank you, welcome. All right, would you introduce yourself to our audience? Well, hi, I'm John Mosley again, a uh, uh, Virginia lawyer for many, couple decades and uh, constitutional, you know, now sort of doing things on a broader level, as you say, a constitutional law expert. And uh, I helped with uh, Proud Boys member, Zachary Real, I defended him, and uh, Oath Keepers member, Kelly Meggs, and then now I've been, been supporting uh, various groups since then. Um, and um, very, very interesting times, I would certainly say, it's frustrating for me trying to fix things without some massive intervention by God. So prayer is, of course, really key here. I, I, I had come against it, come to it from the other angle. What can we do? Nothing will work, and then you end up with all that can we have is is God ultimately. And uh, so please do pray, no matter what we talk about. Okay. Well. I was not there on January 6th, and I do not endorse the Proud Boys, or, or uh, I, neither do I condemn anyone who was there peacefully protesting on January 6th, but we're, we're not really here to talk about that. What I wanna get into is, um, does President Trump, did he engage in something called an insurrection? And, and that's the allegation now that is keeping him off the ballot access, particularly in my state of Colorado, and now in Maine, where the Secretary of State has arbitrarily removed him from the ballot, people in Maine cannot choose their own uh, Republican nominee in the presidential primary. What, what, is, what is going on in Colorado and Maine? Well, the, you know, every part of this is amazingly complicated and spawns so many different issues, but Colorado is the one place, uh, uh, everything was online, I've watched every, every hour of the of the trial there it's the one place where there was an actual trial it was too short it was too truncated but it was an actual real trial every other place most of the states have have, have decided not to go with um 
uh, with Trump, you know, with taking him off the ballot. Maine did it just basically on the law, as we say. They didn't have hold a hearing. The Secretary of State just decided um, not to put keep him on the ballot. Um, and so, so Colorado is really sort of, um, although they, there needed to be better due process by a long shot, the, the one place in the country where this whole thing has really come together and, and was presented in a full, roughly two-week trial, um, you know, hundreds of, of proposed findings of fact, just, just amazing amount of things. And the question is, you know, what is an insurrection? Did, did Donald Trump engage in an insurrection? It, it, it spawned in that, in that forum a tremendous debate about these things. What is an insurrection? Is it, is it a rebellion? Is it a civil war? Is it more or less? And, and, and there was just tremendous amounts of discussions about what do we mean? Um, I'm always worried that if we don't know what something means, we should probably leave it well enough alone. But that's not not the, the approach taken. Um, so the assumption has been that, well, from the very beginning, that of course Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection, which you know I, I don't I don't agree with factually. Um, and, and this is where some of the things that all kinds of different things happened on January six. Well, let me ask you about that. Sort of you were there on that day and you were filming for a reporting service and you saw maybe the president speaking and let's just get to his mm -hmm. words, right? Uh, forget about whatever people did in the Capitol and we condemn any violence on either side that was done that day. Mm -hmm. uh, but the president was speaking not in the Capitol, he was speaking down by the Washington Monument and he said mm -hmm. at the end of his speech, we want you to go to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically, um, you know, do whatever. But, but the words peacefully and patriotically seem to me that he was asking people to protest peacefully and patriotically, not to overthrow the Capitol. Right, and, and this is where, you know, I'm distressed that we live in a, in a, in a, in a time when everything is being misinterpreted and twisted and and and, and there's not a goal for truth um so um trump gave a lot of his stump speech um trump you know i i believe trump is a good is a good choice for our country right now but he does tend to repeat a lot and and so that speech was a lot of the, a lot of what he'd been saying in many other occasions it, he talked about um you know fighting which all, you know, there's been, there's been montages of Democrats saying all about fighting and, and things like that. We know what that means. We know it doesn't mean, you know, fisticuffs and, and, and things like that. Um, but the other thing too is that he, I heard that he said was that, I mean, because I, I lived in the DC area. So for me, it was like, you know, going down, literally going downtown. Um, and and the, the events at the Capitol had already been advertised before there was any word that Trump was going to speak on that day. Um, so everybody was going to the Capitol anyway. And when, and when Trump talked about it, he said, I know many of you are going down to, to the Capitol. And, and, and then he said, you know, to peacefully and patriotically um, let your voices be heard. So that has been turned into, he, he launched this, this mob, you know, raging towards the Capitol, I, I, you get sensitive to words, like they stormed the Capitol, what does storming mean? You know, I don't know, what, you know, 
if somebody if somebody is i was there we were walking down pennsylvania avenue it's clogged we eventually jumped on the metro because everybody's going like two miles an hour well i mean the people walk i guess four miles an hour maybe one mile an hour um it was it was just absolutely crowded people were selling things there were people were demonstrating passing out literature um it was uh i mean you wouldn't recognize it as a road it was more like a, a fairgrounds pennsylvania avenue and, and so I don't know if that constitutes storming when people are just, you know, walking very, very slowly. Um, and, and so it's been portrayed that he launched this attack on, on the Capitol, and, and that's certainly not what he said. In Colorado, in the trial there, um, first of all, the, the, the first witness for the for Hold on, uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll get into the Colorado trial and what the court found happened. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, Jesus taught the parable about sowing the seed and you don't want it wasted, you want it to grow with 30, 60, 100 fold for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I'll tell you three mission areas that we're doing here at Pray In Jesus Name. I think our charity does more with less than any other charity I know. We are fertile seed. For example, number one, we pray in millions of television homes every day or every weekend on eight networks. We have 2.5 billion home TV impressions every month. The second area, we feed orphans and children in some of the poorest slums overseas. We're building a new vocational school, we're digging wells, and we're serving the poor when you give to pray in Jesus' name. Number three, we defend religious freedom, especially for our troops and our chaplains. We've now helped send five million petitions to Congress. We've helped change bad laws or policies in 13 states and four times in federal law. You know my story as a former Navy chaplain, standing up for the right to pray in Jesus' name and defending religious freedom. Would you donate today? In fact, we want you to come up monthly pledge sponsor. When you visit PrayInJesusName.org, on the right side, click the monthly pledge sponsor button at PrayInJesusName.org. Your monthly gift will help change the world in Jesus' name. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Jonathan Mosley, a constitutional attorney who was at the January 6th uh, event, let's just call it, which the Colorado courts found to be an insurrection. Uh, Jonathan, there were three levels of trials, you said uh, over the course of two weeks. The 
let's call it the district court in the state of Colorado, heard the evidence for and against what Trump did or said and ruled, yes, it was an insurrection, but no, he should still be on the ballot. Then the appeals court kind of passed and they moved that up to the Colorado State Supreme Court who ruled not only did Trump engage in an insurrection, but must be removed from the ballot uh, by January 4th, which is, which is by the time people see this will have passed, unless this US Supreme Court overrules and puts Trump back on the ballot. So right now, it looks like Trump will not be on the ballot in Colorado. That disenfranchises every Republican, including me in Colorado, from even having the option to vote for Trump if they wanted to. Is that removing democracy itself? They're protecting democracy by taking away the right of people to choose democratically. Don't you see the irony there? Absolutely. They used to joke about the Soviet Union that they valued truth so greatly that they had to keep it locked up. Um, the, the truth <laughs> is like protecting democracy by uh, destroying democracy. But, but but there's a lot of different legal things uh, that, that are going on, that will be going on, that we'll be seeing in the Supreme Court, which is when you look at when the ballots have to be printed, the Supreme Court is under the gun tremendously. But the issue is, is first of all, does it apply? You know, some states, like I think... Um, uh, Minnesota, if I, or was it Michigan, said we might be able to keep them off the ballot for the general election, but the primary is a decision-making process by, by a semi-private organization, the Republican Party. We have no jurisdiction over that. Um, I've heard some, now there's some rumors, I haven't heard anything since then, that, that the Colorado Republican Party might change from a primary uh, to some other selection process and dodge this until the fall. Um, the uh, but but the issue is is does this, does the secretary of state have the authority? Who has the authority? Can they get involved in the primary or the general? Um, what do these things happen? So what happens? So in Colorado, they went through this very extensive um, process. Although most of the evidence they gave was simply to take the select committee, the the um, house uh, select committee for to investigate the attack on the uh, cap the the January sixth attack on the Capitol, and they just dumped all the reports into the court instead of calling individual witnesses, which is a very objectionable thing. Cash Patel was a met, was a masterful witness. Um, he, because I didn't realize he was so close to the chain of command saying that Donald Trump had author had pre-authorized national guardsmen, 10,000 to 20,000 to keep, to keep the peace on January 6th. If you're going to involve engage in an insurrection, you don't, you know, line up, um, troops on the other side. And it was actually um, Nancy Pelosi who refused to allow that kind of protection of her, she was the Speaker of the House, of her capital area. And, and what we saw on the video, at least what I saw, is that people did climb the walls, they did break windows. Uh, now, whether they were for Trump or against Trump is in dispute. Sometimes uh, the FBI was there, reportedly, in protesting uniforms, pretending to be violent protesters. And then the the Capitol uh, Police, they kind of waved, waved them through and said, come on in, it's a tourist place, everybody's welcome. So whether or not people broke any trespassing laws is a separate question. Again, I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is, should Trump be on the ballot? And to, to analyze that, I wanna get into the legal aspects of the arguments made in Colorado and in Michigan. The two courts found differently. Michigan let Trump on the ballot, Colorado kept him off the ballot. Now, the 14th Amendment 
of the US Constitution is in play here because it specifically bars some candidates from ballot access. I wanna read that and show that full screen now. Uh, here is what I'm going to read to our audience so, so they can be informed on the legal aspect and then I'll get John's comment. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress. Now, wait a minute. They didn't say president here. Or elector of president and vice president. Again, that's not the same as president here. Or hold any office, civilian or military, under the United States or under any state who, and here's the bold yellow part, right? Having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer, like a military officer of the United States. Again, not the president. The president is not a member of Congress. The president is not a military officer of the United States. Or as a member of any state legislature. No, that's not the president. So uh, to uh, take an, an oath, this is a, a critical part here, the, the part about taking an oath to support the Constitution of the United States. We're gonna get into what the, what the presidential oath is. Having been engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same given aid or comfort to the enemy, but Congress may, by two thirds vote of each house, remove such disability. So this is very specific. It says, if you're running for senator or representative, you can't do this, that's not the president. If you're a military officer, you can't do this. Well, that's not the president. If you've taken an oath to support the Constitution, you can't do this. Well, the president, when he's sworn in, does not take that oath. What kind of oath does the president take? Well, it's a slightly different oath. I mean, people might, um, you know, good enough for, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, the, the what's a bill, the, the cartoon version we used to, to learn and maybe for civics class, we say, well, it's kind of the same oath, but it's not exactly the same oath. Um, the, the presidency takes an oath in Article 2, Section 1, Clause 8. Um, before he enter on the execution of his office, he shall take the following oath or affirmation. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of president of the United States and will to the best of my ability preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Um, Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. That does not say support, but when you're elected congressman or senator, what does the oath say? It says support the Constitution. Yes, do you want me to read it? Um, Yeah, go ahead. It's very much the same. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation, blah, blah, blah. So, um, and 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 military officers take essentially that same same oath. As a former military officer, I took that oath to support and defend. The president takes a different oath to preserve, protect, and defend, not to support the constitution. So the 14th amendment does not apply to him. First of all, he didn't take the same oath to support the constitution. And secondly, he's not a military officer or a member of Congress. We need to take a short break. More with Jonathan Mosley after this. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. 
the MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code. And for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS. You get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus name, amen. Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Jonathan Mosley, constitutional attorney from Northern Virginia. Uh, John, you were there on January 6th. You concluded in, in your own for your own uh, peace of mind that Trump did not engage in an insurrection, but the Colorado Supreme Court ruled that he did engage in an insurrection and therefore should be removed from the ballot. How do they read the 14th Amendment, which we just reviewed, differently than you do? Well, um, Judge, Judge actually Judge Wallace there in, in Denver um, found that Trump was guilty of almost everything alleged, but then she found that the, um, he was not an officer of the United States in that sense. And someone say, well, th these are technicalities. And yes, but our founders, the, the Civil War, Congress, and others, they had to think this stuff through very carefully. And these are very tricky things. So we assume that, that every word matters. And, and, and she found that he was not to be taken off the ballot because he was not an officer of the United States. Obviously, um, the Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington crew it's a left-wing uh, legal firm, um, appealed it, and the Supreme Court of Colorado said, no, he is an officer of, of the United States. And Trump counter-appealed on all the other things that he did not, did not, they should not have used the select committee instead of calling live witnesses. 
they should have, you know, he did not commit an insurrection. Um, and so that has to go to the Supreme Court, which technically does not have to take the case, but they're going, I mean, it would be insane for them not to. It's like Bush v. Gore. Uh, and Bush v. Gore, remember, they, it took them about six days to do the appeal um, if they really have if they really have to. So, um, and the Colorado they, they, GOP has already filed that appeal. My friend, yes. my friend Dave Williams, who is uh, who was the state representative in my district after I was a state representative in my district, he's now the state chairman of the Colorado GOP, and the state party has already appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, and we want people to donate if they care to. Uh, to the Colorado GOP to support that cause. But President Trump's lawyers are about to file, and then the Supreme Court has until January 4th to take the case. If they take the case, Trump is back on the ballot in Colorado. If they don't take the case, then he's off the ballot and people in Colorado don't have the option to vote for him. Also, people in Maine don't have the option to vote for him. <clears throat> At what point is this a tipping point where Trump cannot get the six swing states that he needs to win the presidency. Um, right now he's on the ballot in, in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, uh, Nevada, and, and one other, I think it's uh, Wisconsin. Those are the six swing states. He's on the ballot there. He has enough electoral votes. If any of those kicks him off the ballot, does that make Joe Biden the next president again? Well, the Republican Party would have some choices. They might be able to put up an alternative, but I think that the, that the alternative would not be Joe Biden um, under these circumstances. But it, it is interesting because it's the swing states that are the problem because states that Trump was not going to win anyway, um, you know, would would be like Colorado, not a concern. Right. And, and the, 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 the states that he's likely to win are not are not kicking him off the ballot. It's right right as you say, the, 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 this middle ground is the issue. Some people would say Colorado, he was unlikely to win. You know more, more than most of us about <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, not going to win that. Colorado. <laughs> but uh, but we've so, gone the way of the, the um, Maine, from California. He might have a, a <laughs> shot. You know, he was just taken off the ballot in Maine. But but the thing is, so it, it would be. It's gonna be very hard to do this before the ballots start being printed. It would be good if the primary coming up were separated from the general election, just to give us time to sort this all out. Um, and the Supreme Court could say, because because the primary is sort of a, a, a meld of a private organization using the government apparatus to run uh, elections at the polls. Right. So you know, one could say like, well, we're not gonna get involved in the primary. Okay, Jonathan, um, okay. we're out of time. We have just one minute left. What is your website? How can people get involved? Con Condemned USA is working on some of these projects, including a friend of the court brief in this case coming up and, uh, and some other issues that are going on. And, and um, uh, we appreciate you taking a look at condemnedusa.org. All right, let's take a moment and pray. Father in heaven, we pray for America and we pray for President Trump and we pray for President Biden. Uh, Lord, you have commanded us to pray for all of those in authority, but especially we pray for the elections, for the people who are sovereign, that they would have your divine wisdom to choose the right person and that your kingdom would prevail. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. We need your donations, large or small. This is a viewer-supported TV show. We can't do it without you. Would you donate today? PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, pick up the phone and call us. It's toll free, 866-Obey-God.
We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.